John Ben and Sharon. Uh, Sharon up in Auckland, John and Ben down in Christchurch because they're giving away $30,000 with the ultimate cash cannon, all thanks to our mates at Helen Stone Brothers. Uh, are you guys there? Are you working? What's going on? Oh, sh- oh shut up, you Auckland wally stick. <laughs> you wally jockey. Hey, what? mate, you've only ever lived in Auckland. You can't suddenly be <laughs> you from Christchurch. Know, you want to know what goes on here in Canterbury, mate. You've been oh, in Christchurch sh- since 10 o'clock this morning. That's all. Yeah, that's it. Canterbury as it comes. So you float out on the plane. The question everyone wants to know, did you go cassava chip or cookie on the on the flight? I went cookie. Jono, have a guess what he, um, what he had. I, d- I don't want to say cassava chip because I'm going to judge him as much as somebody that orders a fillet of fish. What did you no, get, Jono? You, you know Jono's eating during the day. Have oh, a guess nothing, what he had. Nothing. Yes. Oh, thank goodness. I just mainlined some coffee into my veins there, Sharon. <laughs> Uh, big show coming up, though, of course. We're giving away 30K here in Christchurch just after 5 o'clock this afternoon. There's and just a... because you're listening, um, mm. just because you're not here, it doesn't mean you can't win $30,000 because the final spot's going to go to someone listening. Ooh, okay. And so how, gonna... how are we going to give that away? We're going to give it away at 5 o'clock. So you'll have someone in Christchurch playing for you, grabbing as much of the cash from the ultimate cash cannon as possible. And you, listening, uh, will win that money at 5 o'clock tonight. Okay. That is very, very exciting. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Jono, you, you've got a tale from the weekend you need to share. Oh, so a friend of mine went and uh, had a look at a flat, you know, how you sort of, you, you get auditioned for flats, don't you? Yeah. yeah. It's like a job interview these yeah, days, right? very tense, and he was quite nervous about it too because he's desperate for accommodation. He's had a relationship <laughs> breakup. Uh, turns out she wasn't the one for him and he wasn't the one for her. And, um, Why not? I'm getting, really, I'm getting really deep into this part of the story, which <laughs> okay. doesn't need to happen. So he's looking for a flat. So he went to visit this place uh, in the city, and it was Saturday morning. He had put on his best chinos, yeah, his best polo shirt to make himself look like a respectable person. As you do. He turns up and uh, a guy answers the door in his underpants. He's like, oh, hey, bro, forgot you're coming. And he's like, oh, we'll come in and have a look anyway. <laughs> this is not a great start. <laughs> no, not a great start you don't want to live with Andy Guy, but yeah, continue. No. Like, if anything... He is overdressed <laughs> for the situation, my friend coming to visit. So then uh, he's like, oh, here's the room, here's the room, and we've got a spa pool. He's like, oh, yeah, he's like, the spa's out there. Goes out to look at the spa. There's a naked guy asleep in the spa what? pool. <laughs> but naked in the spa pool. <laughs> and and various, it... fel- various phallic objects drawn all over his face. Oh, my asleep God. Asleep in the spa pool. The sun was pounding down on him. How long did he be asleep for? Since the morning or from the night before? This, I'm gathering from the night before. That oh, is geez. so dangerous. Guess what? What? He, he got, got the flat. flat. <laughs> no! <laughs> that is so chances, are if you, chances are if you walk into a flat and there's a naked guy with phallic symbols all over his face passed out in a spa pool, you're going to get the flat. See, that's the thing, though. If you go around to somebody's uh, somebody's house and, and you go to look like through the flat and stuff, the weirdest stuff can happen. Like, you've got a naked guy in the, in the spa... I had a friend that went to look at a place and one of the flatmates uh, didn't get up in time. And so she was like looking around the flat and they're like, oh, and that's a blah, blah's room, but she's asleep right now. But as they were walking past, all you could hear was the bed banging against the wall and these like really weird sounds. So she must have been like... Making doing some sandwiches. weird, some weird yoga, yoga or something was going nah, on in there. She would have been doing the classic repositioning of the bed, then changing <laughs> yes. her mind, and then moving it back to where it was. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so it is. It happens it, all the time. It's quite common. Carol, what did you uh, see on a flat inspection? Um, so I didn't actually get to the flat inspection. So I came to New Zealand a few years ago, and my first week here, I started looking for flats. And I answered this ad on Trade Me. I call it the guy. It's advertised for a single room. I'm like, cool. 
So I phoned up the guy and asked him about it, and he starts asking me, could I send him photos? Oh, God. Of how I look. Mm-hmm. Also, what are my preferences, boys or girls? Oh, no. And at this stage, I'm like, I need to get off this phone, but I don't want to like be creepy and weird and just hang up on him. So I don't know what's going on. And so he then proceeds to tell me that it's actually a shared room with him. <gasps> no! So what? he, so he yeah. was basically doing an online dating in a flatmate wanted situation. He was basically trying to have this weird relationship with somebody who shares his bed with him. But he wanted photo references first. Oh my! Before he would even let you come to see the room. I was Man. like, I just want to get off this phone right now. People are into some weird stuff these days, Carol. There is a I don't I know. know but, yeah. I don't know if we're gonna Everyone, be able to top that. There's a housing crisis. No. Maybe maybe he was thinking of you know getting as the most amount of people into his house as possible. No. Just and stop. Not in that way though. There's not. not. There's nothing that you can say that is not going to make that weird, John Ho. And he didn't say what sort of photos he wanted to see. made it weirder. Congratulations. Maybe he wanted a photo of her breakfast. Maybe he wanted a photo of her feet at the beach. He didn't specify the photos. Oh, let's, give this guy the, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Eh? No, no. It's Tori, welcome to the show. What's the weirdest Hello. thing that you saw in a flat inspection? Okay. All right. So me and my friend rock up to this flat. Um, looked pretty all good. And then took me inside and like I could hear this rustling in the garage. I was like, okay. Um, next minute, they've got, they keep, like, chinchillas in these cages. Chinchillas! Like, all, all through the garage. And I was like, okay, what the hell? And then went outside, there's, like, a double bed um, on the, like, deck. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is just for, like, when we have parties and people can just, like, crash out there. I was like, okay. Um, and then I obviously, they text me, like, oh, do you, want, do you want the room? Do you want the room? I'm like, nah, no. let it go. And he was like, oh, all good. Can one of the flatmates pay you out because he quite liked you? I was like, no. no. I don't want to go out with chinchilla guy. <laughs> I know. It smelled really bad. And I was just like, this is just all around weird. Oh, no. God. There's got an illegal <laughs> chinchilla breeding program in the garage. <laughs> John O, Ben and Sharon. The itch. We need We need to talk about something, John and Ben, because... You guys are embroiled in uh, quite the online scandal, which I witnessed on Facebook on the weekend. Oh, is this the photo from the the hens party, Sharon? Yes. John and Ben went to our Bixby Mile Promo Department's uh, friend's hens night on the weekend. They were like a mystery they were the, we were, the, we were the, the entertainment. We were the entertainment. They wanted the hottest, musliest guys. And uh, if you can cast your mind back to the beginning of Magic Mike when he's doing that tag team routine <laughs> with his mate, that was definitely what it wasn't like. Well, you, got, you guys turned up and you took a photo with the hen and it went on Facebook. But then all of a sudden the comment section blew up um, asking about uh, how sexist are the guys that you work with, all this sort of stuff. And everyone was really confused until they realised that Jono was doing something in the photo. Yeah, so there was these signs uh, on sticks on the table, uh, sort of prop signs that you could sort of hold up with messages on them. And they were like, yeah, because Bex from our promo department was in the photo and, of course, the, the lady who was getting married. And they're like, we'll get a photo. So we, I, I went through the signs and picked out one. I was like, I'll go for one that says OMG. I'll hold that up. It'd be a nice one for the photo. <laughs> Jono claims that he didn't have a look at any of the signs. I just grabbed a sign before holding it up in the photo. And what did your <laughs> one say? They ate all the cake. Jonathan so I'm holding up a sign next to Bex and her, and her dear friends, which just says they ate all the cake. <laughs> I did not know what was written on the sign. So everyone well, in the comments... I did not know. 
I wouldn't hold who, up. Who do holds up a sign? Yeah, I'll just hold this up. Yeah, no worries. Don't tell me what's on it. It's fine. Know? I don't need to know. Yeah, you need to look first because then everyone in the everyone in the comment section just thought you were fat shaming them, saying that they'd been eating cake all afternoon. Hey, mate, we're doing a protest on Saturday. You want to hold up a sign? Yeah, don't tell me what it is, though. Oh, it's, it's pro whaling. Yeah, no, no, don't tell me that. Oh, you give me a sign. I'll just hold it up. I won't, re- I won't read it. So what, what has happened since then? Have you had to apologise or have they taken the photo down? I think it's still up there, but a lot of people saying he's sexist, and my OMG is quite a good response. That was the sign that I hold up because it's like, oh my god, my friend is sexist. That's oh a- god! I so I, tell, I make no apology. I make no apology for hold it for grabbing a sign without looking at it and holding it up in a photo. Oh an innocent mistake. I can see what it looks like on the surface, but there's an honest story to it. Well, well you're shaming other people, all of us in the photo. Well, Ben, it's a. Is now the time to bring it up? <laughs> you better what? not. No, shut up, Jono. Well, the thing was, I didn't. The thing is, I didn't see there that there was cake there. <laughs> oh, so you're saying that? So I'm gathering. <laughs> I turned up to this hen's party thinking I was going to be provided with a slice of cake. Oh I was God. a little upset. <laughs> I thought there was cake at hen's parties, and it was all gone. So I figured the you know, it's the natural conclusion to come to. Oh, all for right. goodness' sake! Well, ladies, this is why you never ever invite Jono to your hen's night. Maybe Ben, but never ever Jono, because one, fair, he'll fat shame you, and two, he'll drink all your alcohol. To be fair. Uh, it was probably the first one and the only one I'll ever be invited to. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon. The edge. I am angry. And you know how sometimes you, you see things on, on TV and they just, they rack you up. This has made me so angry that whenever I see it whilst driving, and even last night I couldn't get to sleep because it made me so angry, um, is that new Gwyneth Paltrow ad. Have you guys seen it? No, mate, no. Oh. What's it about? Oh, you're talking about the, is it the yogurt ad? Yeah, it's for some yogurt. It's called like Kalo or Carlo or something. And Madeline Sami, the comedian, does an amazing job voicing the ad. I think it's just because I hate Gwyneth Paltrow. But basically, here's a little bit of, bit of the ad. <gasps> Gwyneth. Yes, Gwyneth. She should try it. Yeah, it's so good. We should get the healthiest person you can think of, Gwyneth, to try Carlo. Fingers crossed. So basically now they, they go through the ad and people like Angela Bloomfield, who played Rachel McKenna on Shorten Street, she's tasting the yogurt and they're like, your mum should have the yogurt. This person should have the yogurt. Your dog should have the yogurt. And then they want Gwyneth Paltrow to buy the yogurt. And then there's billboards all over town and bus backs and stuff being like, has Gwyneth tried the yogurt yet? And I'm just like, why are you guys so desperate for Gwyneth Paltrow to try your yogurt? It's driving... Oh, we're all it's- we're all, we all want Gwyneth to try our yogurt. We're all... <laughs> no, I- I, I'm saying you, you're making a lot of assumptions here, Sharon Casey. I don't think they, for once in that ad, do they say Paltrow? No. They could mean any Gwyneth in the world, but you are assuming that it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, it's it very, could be Gwyneth Jones. She was a Welsh soprano. It could be Gwyneth Glynn. She was a, a language poet musician. Who are these people? What, how many? Oh, no, no, it's not Ben. It's it Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. could be Gwyneth Templeton from my local RSA. Exactly. <laughs> the bar lady. Yeah. No, in fact, she's probably not the healthiest person I know. It's infuriating me. Like, I, I went on Twitter last night and I was like, if they, they one hundo need to get Gwyneth Paltrow to try this yogurt soon because I am on the brink of flying to wherever Gwyneth Paltrow is and being like, bitch, try the freaking yogurt already because it's everywhere. And people were tweeting me back saying the same thing. I just I just hope that this ad campaign ends and Gwyneth Paltrow snootily eating the yogurt and then being like, yes, it's delicious, I like it. And then we can all live happily ever after. Okay, tomorrow we'll try and ring 
Gwyneth Paltrow's agent. What's your beef with Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin? <sighs> yeah, but why so, would you hate? Because I just hate how she, uh, every, everything she does has to be so perfect. Like her kids aren't allowed to eat lollies, and her, and she just has this weird, just weird things that she does, and everything she does on her website to be real healthy. Like you can't afford to do it. She just she grinds my gears. How dare Gwyneth Paltrow? Well, this is from Sharon, who likes to eat. <laughs> Not pardon. <laughs> you want to shame someone do you else want to today? Finish, do you want to finish that sentence, or do you just want to end it on oh, hang, Sharon oh, likes to eat? Sharon ate all the cake sign. You want to you, hold that one up? Yeah, you know I'm pregnant, right? I haven't just gotten fat. Okay. <laughs> I was just We've done enough shaming. We just talked about okay, this in like you know not but five minutes ago. I'm I'm over my beef with Gwyneth Paltrow now. I now have beef <laughs> with Jonathan Pryor, who just fat just... shamed me again. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the weekend, Jono, you did something that we all knew you were going to do. Now, yeah, Sharon, you'll know that, and you guys listening, regular listeners of the show will know that one of Jono's greatest tricks is leaving a social function early. You know what's going to happen? They're, they're, it's one of my talents. You know, some people can recite the alphabet. It's not a talent. It's bad manners. It is bad manners. Without saying goodbye to anyone, he just leaves. He ghosts. He smoke bombs. It's the shithouse shovel, shithouse shuffle, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Jono just leaves at some stage. It's, it's like at our each Christmas party on uh, last Thursday, Jono said he had to go move his car when we were changing locations because uh, we were going from a bar back to JJ and Don's house and, mm. and instead of uh, moving his car he just went home and didn't tell anyone he was leaving so we all thought he was stuck in a car park somewhere Hey, did the car move? <laughs> the <laughs> car needs to move from there to home <laughs> <laughs> I need to move it back to my house But there's been another in, incident Ben Yeah, so Friday nights after the radio show was the Jono and Ben TV show rap party You know, we're, we're wrapping up, we went out on a boat and then after the boat trip, you know, we went out on the boat for a little bit, we're like this will be the time that Jono's going to leave. So everyone's like, Jono, you can't leave. This is your party. This is a Jono and Ben party. You're mm. putting on this party. Yeah. You can't leave. So he's like, no, 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 I'm not leaving. So he comes into the bar and we're like, don't leave, Jono. And he grabs his bag and we're like, Jono, don't leave. And he's like, no, no, I just need to go put on a collared shirt. This is what he says. <laughs> and then what happened? Jono goes downstairs and never comes back. No! Well, in turn, before the speeches, Jono! before our boss got up to thank everyone, to say, hey, thank, or, or, start by thanking the cast. Jono, where's Jono? Oh, he's putting on a collared shirt. He'll be back. <laughs> when, what time was this? Like, how About early? nine o'clock. Nine it was o'clock. nine o'clock. It was nine o'clock on your party. <laughs> what is You're wrong putting... with you? <laughs> I don't like socialising. You're the most social person I know. Oh, this yes. is what, you love talking yeah. to everyone. Even when we don't have to socialise, you'll go around and talk to people. I just feel you end up doing the same conversations over and over in those settings, you know? Well, maybe you should be a better yeah. friend and have better chat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jono's coming back, guys. Don't worry, Jono's coming back. I, I waited to 2.30 in the morning for Jono to come back. Because I wore that collared shirt. Because I was, like, watching, I was watching on Instagram and I could see everybody, like, uh, uh, doing posts from a boat and stuff. And I was like, how's Jono going to ghost from a boat? Like, I was waiting for this, like, headline, <laughs> this headline on stuff being like, Jono Pryor drowns swimming back to shore from Christmas party. I was, <laughs> like, they were pretty unghostable conditions. Yeah. But I was hanging off the bow of the boat for a very long time. 
God. I, I reckon that they definitely put it on a boat purposely so that you had to stay for at least nine o'clock. <laughs> we were literally in the middle of the harbour. Like, there was no escaping. <laughs> well, if you think anyway, that's the only, like... That was one of my greatest ghostings. I was like, these are these are very unghostable conditions. <laughs> no. Where we were, we were upstairs, we were trapped in a room. Oh, for The room was sake. busy. There was one exit and one entry. Well, we're, we're having and I a... pulled it off. We're having a show lunch next week and we'll we'll let you know how Jono ghosts out of a lunch. Uh, we're having it from a hot air balloon, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Itch. It's a little glass box of conversation starters. Birthday present from Jono's mum. You're out of time, mate. You're out of time. Oh, sorry. Out of time. But you, you've okay. got the glass box of conversation starters down in Christchurch and you still want to bring it to the table. Yes, uh, it comes every, everywhere with me. Sometimes you never know when you want to start up a conversation. <laughs> Sometimes you may be lost on how to start that conversation, so I dip my hand into this 2,000 what? conversation starters, and here we go. Do you know what? You were telling us about 10 minutes ago about how you hate mm. socialising because you run out of things to say. This is why your mum has given you this gift, and you need to be taking these cards when you socialise, not just bringing them to the radio show. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're too much socialising with us, like too much conversation yeah. with us. We've yeah. had enough. Take it <laughs> to you. to some other people. Take it to you. <laughs> Rap party and use it to pretend you're friends with people. A guy who all he wants to do during the week is talk, doesn't want to talk <laughs> to other people. I've run out of conversation. <laughs> okay, here we are. Children on leashes. Oh, I love it. Oh, oh I love I'm it. a leash baby, so I'm like all for it. You're a leash baby. You were, yeah. you were attached to a leash really? growing up. Yeah, I was a leash baby. Yeah, but I had them, like, now they're cool and they just they look like a little backpack with a little furry animal on it. When I had it, it was like a full uh, leather strap one that went across like i guess i guess your, your nips and then one that went across your stomach and then you had like an actual leash but i honestly it saved my life so many times because i was such a crazy like add child i'd like go to run across the road and it so my mum would just have the leash that leash made you the solid well-rounded individual you are today <laughs> no but it was, my mum said it was great because like you'd be in a shop and instead of having to watch you every two seconds you're on the leash so you, you can only go so far so oh, I, tie I never you got the lost power pole outside yeah yeah <laughs> a little bowl of water what were you were you guys not leash babies no, no I don't I, lo- I just lo- I love seeing a crazy kid attached to a leash because you're like geez, that kid must be off the chain if they're having to leash him no but if you think it, like how many kids get like nabbed and stuff? They can't nab you if you're on the leash. I'm all for it. I, I'm going to be one of those freaks that has one of those like little leashy things you, on their kid. I yeah, would, I'd go crazy on the power. I'd be like, yeah, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> like a wild horse. <laughs> honestly, they, don't get me started. I have had many an argument about being a leash baby, and I'm pro leash so baby. You, you're, you're you pro. were leashed. You were leashed, and you're all for them. Okay. Yeah, I was leashed, and I did. I never hated it. Like I remember, I remember being on it, and I don't. I never How hated old were it. You when you had the least one. I think I I think I had it until like I was four. <laughs> Maybe through your teenage years, your dad nah. might have gone, hey, let's put her on a leash. I know. I that used, would have made sense. I used the leash for different things now, but uh, <laughs> but back then yeah, they were like amazing. a real contraption. Whereas now you can't even tell a kid's on a leash because they they like uh, a little furry thing on their back. This looks like they got a tail. I reckon we should have what we should have is like um, electric <laughs> necklaces. No, so if they step out of line, like, no. so, it's so different. But if you think about it, if you're like walking down the street and your kid's a runner and you're it's on the leash, like you don't have to hold its hand all the time because you've got the yeah. leash. Can't Sharon run. Casey, proud leash baby. Hashtag leash for life, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I am. I'm surprised you were a leash baby, Jono. <laughs> well, I might have solved a few problems, eh? You reek of being a leash baby. It's, uh, all, all of us crazy people were leash babies. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Itch. Thanks to Helen Stein Brothers, we are giving away 
$30,000. And Jono and Ben are in Cathedral Square right now. Uh, what's the vibe like, guys? Uh, everyone is feeling very horny. No, they're not. Was that? Did I read the vibes wrong? Yeah, you read the vibes wrong. I'm always reading these vibes wrong. I'm sorry. A slight delay here this afternoon, though, shares. I just miscounted, so I've got to start again. I'm sorry. It's going to take me a while. Five, ten. And just for uh, just for the people uh, listening at home, too, the way we've got it set up, we've got a a tent here in Cathedral Square. Uh, It's got a clear tent, so we're going to have our 20 uh, winners who have phoned through over the last week or so up the front. Prime position for cash catching. They've all got a Helen Stein Brothers plastic bag they're going to use to stow their money. Behind that, we're going to load in uh, the rest of the people here who have entered a raffle. So they're slowly all filing in at the moment. But the important thing is we are also playing for someone at home. Pieta, kia ora. Welcome to Christchurch. How are you? Good, thank you. Okay, Pieta, we're going to have uh, someone from the Edge staff I reckon Ryan, our boss, should do it. You're going to play for Pieta, right? Ryan is about 19 foot tall, (laughs) a man amongst men. One of of our favourite, our favourite person in the world, too. Our favourite person. (laughs) Wow, thanks, guys. I want want a new contract, mate. Right now, (laughs) Ryan, you've you've played cricket before. Not very well. Okay, he's Australian. The Australian cricket team usually quite good. Quite sledgy. He's got big hands. (laughs) He's got a big heart, and he's going to try and catch as much money as he can for you, Pieta. What do you want to say to Ryan? Oh, go hard, Brian. You're awesome. I will try my hardest for you, I oh. promise. Lots of cash coming your way. All yeah. right, Ryan. Peter, I'm like, I am ex- hoping that the gumbiness that our, our boss Ryan has will come in handy for you. He is quite gumby, but he is a big <laughs> unit. So maybe, like, the the uh, money will, like, stick to him. That's what I'm hoping. No, oh, Sharon, awesome. uh, just so you know, just so you know, Sharon, you're on a loudspeaker here in Christchurch and Ryan can hear everything you're saying. Yeah, everything at all. Along with all the lovely people here in Christchurch. Okay, we're just minutes yeah, away from Ryan. off the cash cannons. We're going to read out some more raffle numbers. You guys can get in there. Are you ready for $30,000 to be exploded in Christchurch? Oh, this is so exciting. As Sharon would say, here comes the money. It's coming soon. Okay. Thanks to Hellstein Brothers. There is enough out of you. Thank you very much, <laughs> Benjamin. All right, well, we are going to be back. the money. <laughs> I just want you guys to realise that I, I've been recording you the entire time you've been there, and tomorrow we will have a montage of all of your singing you've been doing between the songs. Okay? Uh, okay. So you just be quiet. They're making it rain. Jordan and Shannon's $30,000 alternate cash cannon with Alan Stein Brothers. We are coming to you live from uh, Christchurch. Hundreds of people. <laughs> That's where we are, Jono, yes. I, I thought we were in the Hawks Bay for a second there. <laughs> Hundreds of people have turned out. Over 30 degree heat. We're currently inside a tent. We are looking at the moment probably about 50 people inside a tent, all who have won the chance to be in here. $30,000 is about to be exploded, Ben, with your cannon. Don't misfire it, because okay. you sometimes do. We're still talking about cannons, right? Cash cannons? Yeah, I've said that. Okay. Couple of to- it doesn't usually happen to him, but every now and yeah, then, his cannon misfires. Talk about. It's not going to happen today. $30,000, thanks to our mates at Hallenstein Brothers, the home of the high-performance suit. We're about to do this. We're going to fire off multiple cash cannons inside this tent. And uh, also, we must remind you, too, there is a golden ticket in here. If you get the golden ticket, that means you've won $10,000. $10, $10,000! I feel like Oprah Winfrey, who's lost all her hair and turned into a weird bald man with bad tattoos. All right. You guys ready? You ready, Crosshats? Yeah! Okay. okay. Well, we gonna, can we get the crowd counting us down, Carl? From 44. No, okay, no, let's just go five. All right, Crosshats, count us down from five. Five, four, three, two, one. one. Here, here go. go the first cannons. It's- oh! 
Oh, that, that one didn't really fly. Everyone is scrambling on the ground at the moment. <laughs> but Cannon missed five. Cash is raining oh. from the roof of this tent. That one didn't really go too well, guys. So I far, I would imagine about $10,000 has already gone out in the tent. I said it would happen, guys. People are scrambling right now. Notes of $5 notes are falling from the roof as people rush to jam it inside their Helen Stein Brothers bags. That's like... It. Oh, wow, me, oh my, oh boy, yes, to quote Justin Marshall. One coming on the back. Here we go, Jono. We've got to actually uh, re reload the cannons every time as well um, and also get the pressure up to over 200 PSI. Here we go. Oh, that was a good one, Jono. Some of the, some of the money's sort of coming back towards us. So, okay. At the moment, my cannon's misfiring. Again, I mentioned, Ben, that your cannon sometimes misfires, but at the moment I'm dealing with the issue. Ryan, the boss, looking pretty handy so far. He's got a wee bit of money. How you doing, Ryan? Oh, at least 25 bucks. I'm on my way. Okay, I'm going for the back, guys. Can I get there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's some cash. That was the best one yet. Everyone trying okay. to grab the money there. It's this quite hard to catch falling money is what we're discovering right now inside this tent in Christchurch. A lot of the cash has jammed up inside the bar on the roof. And the tall people are managing to jump up and pull the cash down. I'd imagine there's probably over $1,000 stuck in the roof right now. All right, here I go. Being about to fire off, I'd say $15,000. The people at the back are definitely getting a good amount of cash too. The golden ticket is still to come, guys. So much money here. Sharon, can we get the, here comes the money from you. You're patting it, Sharon Casey Lyon. Here comes the money. All right, Jono, double cannons, you ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Just my cannon, I'm just not getting the distance. A sea of my people. Cannon, my cannon is lack, like, it's almost like my cannon has a prostate problem. About and it's slowly, a lady at the moment is just jamming her hand inside the cannon. <laughs> How much is it? She went over here, guys. She has just taken about $300 from directly out of your cannon. Because I can't fire it at the moment. How you going, Christchurch? You think this is good? Yeah. A lot of support here. How much Hundreds have you guys given away already? Uh, addressed by Helen Stein Brothers as they all quickly try and grab the cash. Ryan, the boss, who's representing a listener, uh, Pieri, at home. You ready for some more? Is trying to pull the cash from the roof. Oh, it's pretty lackluster. It's jammed ready for between more? the bar and the roof. Yeah. Let's get a chuck. Cash, cash. How much are we giving away, Bex, from the promo department? Uh, about fifteen, twenty thousand dollars And if we can describe the scene, uh, as the cash shoots out, it floats down from the ceiling. People are not good at catching money, so all of a sudden everyone just drops to their knees and is scrambling to pull the money out from the roof. Ryan, the boss, who's standing about six foot tall, jumping up on the roof, pulling down cash, stuck in the bar. I can't remember a time before this. There is so much heavy lifting, firing out $30,000 from cannons. But so far, is everyone happy with how much money they've pulled from this tent? We'll, we'll, find, we'll find out who's got the $10,000 golden ticket in just a moment. But these are the final two cash cannons. Thanks to Hallenstein, brothers. I'm sweating a, in a tent like I'm at R&V. Can, can we get a chart? Cash cannon. Cash cannon. They want more. You ready? Here go the last two cannons Three, inside the tent two, at Cathedral Square. One. Uh, again, the people are on their hands and knees, picking up the money from the ground, jamming it into Helen Stein Brothers' bags. I would imagine everyone's walked away with a pretty good haul today. Can we ask a question? Who got the $10,000 golden ticket? Oh, here he is. Oh, he's got it. What? Yeah. What's your you? Matt, Matt Harris. Matt, $10,000 you please, boy. Give him a round of applause for Matt. 
What are you going to spend 10 grand on going well, into Christmas, Matt? I'm getting married in March, so that'll top it off, won't it? Oh! Maddie! 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 Eddie. I'll go over and talk to Ryan, our boss, who, of course, was paying for Pieta, a listener at home. Uh, how, how did you go, Ryan? Um, guys, that, Very sweet. That, that was really hard work. Um, Ryan, shake I, don't, I don't know what to say. I, I've got a handful of cash and I've got a large hand. So I reckon you've got probably 500 bucks there, would you say? Uh, <laughs> why not? 500 bucks. Very generous. Ryan's been doing radio for a long time. He is currently shaking and not blinking. He looks traumatised, Sharon. <laughs> well, uh, did you hear thank it? you very much, Christchurch. Can, we, Christchurch. can we please get a big round of applause for Helen Stein Brothers? Yeah, they're awesome. We really do appreciate their support. They're, they're so good to us. It is so hot here. What a wonderful city. And you know where you'll all be remembered? In here, in our hearts. Oh, for goodness sake. We love Christchurch. Thank you for making that slightly weird. (laughs) And in my scrotum. Okay, that's enough. Thank you, Jono and Ben. And did you hear that, Pieter? I I don't know if you heard that whilst we were talking about Jono's scrotum. Uh, But the great news is... As gumby as he is, our boss Ryan just won you five hundred dollars. Oh my god, that's amazing! Congratulations, babe. Thanks, now, um, Ryan. I think that Ryan has gone for a wee lie down and uh, probably a cold <laughs> flannel to his forehead. But is there anything you would like to say to Ryan because he will be able to hear you down in Christchurch? Oh, thanks heaps, Ryan, and to the Edge team and, and Helen Steins. Oh, Merry Christmas to all. Oh, Merry Christmas to you, Peter. And thank you so much for listening. Just hold the line. We'll get all your details and get that $500 to you. And a huge thank you to every single person that came down to Cathedral Square in Christchurch today and Helen Stein Brothers. We absolutely loved hanging out with you. $30,000 has gone out to a whole lot of people just before Christmas. And... I tell you what, I have never been more jealous to miss out on something in my entire life. John Ovin and Sharon. The Edge.